0: We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM.
1: Hello and welcome to Kilkenny Today. My name is Frank Tynan. indeed, and I hope I find you well on this Monday edition of the Kilkenny Today, and a uh, busy programme in store for you over the next hour or so. Hope you can keep me company as we talk to people uh, who've got interesting topics to talk about, and, um, and, and it'll be of interest to yourselves as well, I hope. But I'm going to start the programme today, and uh, I'm pleased to welcome to Kilkenny today, Joe Carl, who's the Water Network Programme Lead in Irish Water, to discuss important information regarding the water supply in Kilkenny City and Freshford for Saturday from zero hundred hours to 2200 hours on November twenty. Uh, which will see an interruption of water supply. Joe, how are you?
2: Good evening, Frank, and good evening to your listeners.
1: So nice to talk to you. And um, as I was mentioning there, Joe, we're going to have a bit of an interruption here in Kilkenny and Freshford area on Saturday to a water supply. You might maybe explain to our audience what's, what's yes, going to be happen- happening. Uh,
2: yes, Frank. Well, what I would say to your listeners and people in Kilkenny is uh, not to panic, and um, just to give you an overview of the works, Irish Water are working in partnership with Kilkenny County Council and our regional contractor Warden Park, and, and we're delighted to be able to carry out these long-awaited works in Cavan City. This is a good news for the city and the surrounding areas because the new pressure reduction valve will allow us control flow in a more consistent manner, therefore being able to tackle the leakage levels around the city in a more controlled way. It will also bring a safer, more reliable supply the homes and businesses, which has been an issue for quite some time. Remember, Frank, these uh, are works that are being carried out at night. For the most part, we anticipate that there will be some people affected, but not as many as you would imagine. Uh, if you are without water or have low pressure, there will be tankers dotted around the city yeah. in the square of Freshford, and hopefully this will help alleviate any uh, border stresses in
1: absolutely uh, Joe and do we have any location for the tankers in the city uh, yet or not
2: we do yeah we yep. have five uh, locations St. Canis's, uh Church Car Park yep. the Watershed uh, Car Park Lachlan Gale GA uh, Club Car Park Kilkenny Scouts Den and the Square in Freshford are the uh, five main areas that people can get to
1: well they're all very good locations as regards parking and access Joe that's very important yes. as well isn't
2: it yes indeed
1: so, listen, I suppose maybe uh, from, a, from a broader point of view, the, the national leakage uh, program, it's really it's a huge investment, isn't it? I mean, I think that you're investing up to 500 million up to 2021 to fix these leaks, which are so that's problematic. Co-
2: that's correct, uh, Frank. Five, 500 million uh, between 2017 and 2021. Um, uh, it's it's uh, quite a lot of money, but we are, getting, we are reaching the target that we want to achieve for national leakage reduction, which is important.
1: Absolutely, and again, I suppose from a long-term point of view, like the challenge of leaks, uh, I, mean, uh, wh- I mean, what do we do? We lose about 42% of our treated water through leaks before it even reaches our taps I'm reading. I mean, that's that's a pretty amazing figure, isn't it?
2: It is, but, Frank, uh, by 2021, we hope to have that figure down to 38%. Um, and I suppose the one thing I would see from the leakage reduction programme is that we are building a, a reliable supply. We're reducing leaks and we're improving the operation and the maintenance of the network which is for the betterment of all our customers.
1: Yes, and uh, the, the people of Kilkenny of course are going to see benefits to, all, to, to this leakage repair when it's completed because the, the pressure and so on is going to be improved.
2: Again, yes, exactly. We have a, a consistent, uh, it will allow us a consistent uh, supply within the network which will again will aid the sort of future development of the city and the surrounding area of Kilkenny City.
1: It must be really busy in relation to the leaks, though. Just, I mean, again, I see a figure here, about 1,500 per month. I mean, obviously in itself, that's almost a full-time job, isn't it, trying to locate, I suppose, and fix these problematic leaks?
2: Well, problemat- yes, we have, we have uh, under the leaks reduction program, we have seven initiatives. Two of the initiatives are finding and fix, and first fix for free schemes. So it is a big investment, and a lot of work being undertaken. In Kilkenny, in the southeast, uh, we have seen big savings uh, this year alone, uh, with targets being exceeded, from the leakage, uh, uh, leakage uh, sorry, leakage target being reached
1: for the year. Yeah, and again, as you, I think you just mentioned there, but the first fix is free. So again, for any of us, perhaps who discovers we have a leak, or again, I suppose we will be told now as well by the by Water Ireland because the information is more freely available, isn't it? That we can get, that people can get the first leak fixed free. Is that correct? Still, yes. first
2: fix for free. Yes, and that's just a matter of con- contacting Irish Water. Uh, Not find them now. We do have uh, what we call uh, um, we do have a, a, a cold calling system where we will uh, identify leaks, uh, go out and engage with the customer, uh, and uh, arrange an appointment with them that suits them to help uh, get these first fix uh, uh, savings made.
1: And again, that's going to be a benefit, obviously, to all the community and to um, to save, uh, you know, water, which is so important and uh, so costly to um, to make sure that we have the right quantity, the right supply, at the right time, isn't it?
2: Ex- exactly. Yes. Um, I say we we see big we see big uh, benefits in the first fix and final fix uh, models. Uh, to both deliver uh, big water savings, and I said yeah we are aiming to be at 38% water saving by 2021.
1: Yeah. Has the whole COVID-19 pandemic um, been problematic for yourselves and your colleagues, uh, Joe, obviously in relation to carrying out your duties and, and your work?
2: No, we find uh, our, uh, the, our regional contractors, uh, the teams are working on the ground, uh, are very compliant with the, the COVID uh, recommendations, safety guidelines, and the local authorities working alongside ourselves. Um and the general public customers that we deal with. uh, There's been a uh, a great engagement there. And we, uh, over the whole COVID period, I think we only lost about two weeks where we sort of uh, were not out on the ground. The rest of the time we've been out there walking to Ensure the quality of supply that we're giving to customers. Well,
1: that's a great tribute to your colleagues as well, isn't it? I mean that they're you know to to um, to continue on doing such an important job for all of us because again, obviously, the importance of water and clean water is so 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 important. But I suppose just going back to Saturday and um, what's going to happen, as you said, we have now we will have tankers in town and in Freshford, and you find out to And we'll be kind of obviously promoting during the week as well, Joel, um What's going to be happening here on the station? But I suppose for people at home, it's important that they have a do's and don't don't lists in relation to 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 operating on Saturday. Um, um, so if, it's very important, obviously, not to drink, I suppose, from the water taps, bathroom taps, etc.
2: Exactly, yeah. Uh, and again, the, what do you call it? We, we say to people too. Um, I mean, to uh, sorry, Frank. Uh, no, you're good. Yeah, uh, no, yeah, uh, yeah. Not, not, not again. Not to drink from your uh, uh, straight from your, your bathroom taps. To boil, boil water. Yes. Uh, uh, during the lockdown. and to reduce like to. Um, to save on flushing water, uh, not to use uh, yeah. um, dishwashers, uh, washing machines, etc. At the end of the day, to reduce the amount of usage, which will at least impact your, you and your house in that, in that particular period. But again, I will remind uh, people of Kilkenny that we are trying out these works through the night, um, and we've done a lot of preparation in advance, a lot of planning and coordination uh, with our with Kilkenny uh, County Council and our regional contractor. There's a lot of good work going on there. On the ground that people aren't seeing at the moment, but believe me, this will uh, ease the work that's going to be delivered, um, so that there's no um, fingers crossed, there's no delays in restoring water, uh, It's not ahead of the time that we've actually advertised. That's what we're that's what we're aiming to do. We we undertook one of these uh, pressure reduction valve installations uh, in to Kenny last w- last week in Raidstown, and again no uh, no delays to, to uh, restore the supply back to, to the network and we, we are hoping Tribe will, will run as smoothly. Um, the reason that it is a long period of time for that is it, it's a, a trunk main. It does require a period to shut it down, to allow the works to be executed and to recharge the network. And again, this is a, a slow process because if you uh, recharge it too quickly, you could end up causing uh, a Failure to the to the trunk main elsewhere, which which would be uh, which is not what we want. So again, by planning the work, carrying them out uh, in, a, in a safe and controlled manner, will result in being back the network back and restored, full serve very promptly.
1: Absolutely, and I suppose a chance for us all over the next few days to to have some water in, buy some, yes. uh, just for Plan B, and um, to conserve maybe uh, water during the week as well, and kind of build up a little um, um, a backup supply for ourselves at home. And um, I suppose one area I was reading about as well, just to be to be aware of for for all of us, is um, to conserve the water in your storage tank, as it may result in an airlock. Just again, a small little point, but at the same time, can be a very important point. A, a
2: very important point. And again, we we've reached out to our vulnerable cus- uh, customers in the in the in the community, um, by by text, by phone call and and we're up, uh, what do you call it to speak to speak with those? And if there's anyone there who's not registered with a, as a vulnerable customer, please contact uh, Irish Water, and, and what do you call it, and let us let us know so we, we we know that you're out there and we can help you if we can. And again, I don't know, frankly, that's on our website, but yep. also on our customer centre number of one eight five zero two seven eight two seven eight.
1: Fantastic. And uh, Joan, we'll be giving that, as I said, during the week as well. And um, so, again, just to remind uh, our listeners that there is an interruption uh, on Saturday from midnight hours on to 2200 hours on Saturday evening. And um, just to be alert to it, really. And it's in the Kenny City area and Freshford. Kenny City area and Freshford, yes. And, and
2: once again, Frank, I'd like to thank you, uh, the station, and, and the co- our customers for their understanding and support as we proceed with these essential
1: works. Well, listen, Joe Carl, Water Network Programme, Lead with Irish Water, so nice to talk to you, and thanks for your time this afternoon.
2: Thank you very
1: much, Frank. Thank you very much. OK, thanks, Joe. Talk to you. Bye. Bye-bye. OK, so very important information there that we'll be bringing to you again during the week on the programmes here. But um, And thanks, to Joe Carl, there, for having a chat with me. But um, I'm going to take my first ad break now, so don't go away.
3: Community Radio, Clikennie City. Local
0: like you. We are Community Radio, Clikennie City, 88.7 FM.
1: Des Murphy here to remind you of my Good Morning Kilkenny programme, Tuesdays and Thursdays from 10am for two hours here on Community Radio, Kilkenny City 88.7 FM. So join me for seven decades of music, Ashley's favourite three, and on this day in music history, that's Tuesdays and Thursdays, Good Morning Kilkenny from 10am to 12 noon with me, Des Murphy. The Competition and Consumer Protection Commission, CCPC, are taking its Money Skills for Life personal finance training service online for all workplaces and community groups. Joining me now, on Kenny, today to discuss this new uh, development, I'm delighted to welcome Muriel Dolan, who is the Deputy Director of Communications with the CCPC. Muriel, how are you?
4: Hello.
1: So nice to talk to you, and uh, thanks for your time, and welcome to Community Radio in Kenny City. It's
4: great to be here today to talk to you about Money Skills for Life. Yeah. And... Um, as you said uh, it's 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 a free independent one-hour talk that we go around and we can we used to give uh you know face to face in workplaces around ireland but due to the pandemic we now had to bring it online and uh, what, what i want to say to your listeners today any businesses out there or any employees who are listening that would like this talk we can do it on any platform that the you know the business is using for example microsoft teams uh, zoom etc and it's, it's independent so it's, it's brought to you by the ccpc it's not brought to you by a bank or a credit union or insurance company so it's independent information and trustworthy information and what we're trying to do is just to help people maybe manage their finances a little bit better make better financial decisions uh, for you know for themselves and for their families So we talk around about six topics, so we talk about sorting out your money and what we talk about there is, you know, how you budget uh, and how you plan and to look at what you have now and to try and make a budget to plan and see where you can save. We also talk about saving investments and that's not just talking about, you know, where am I going to save my money, for example, if I save regularly or if I have a lump sum, because it does talk about those and we have um, cost comparisons on our website for you know if you have a lump sum or if you have a regular saver so it gives you all the different types of accounts that is out there in the irish market today and then you compare to see which one suits you the best but it also tries to look at and tell you how you save from products that you already have so for example if you have a credit card yes are you with the best credit card provider because you may get a better interest rate because a lot of people sign up to credit cards and then never look at them again and just use them. Where if you change your credit card provider, you could save a lot of money. We had a lady who contacted our helpline a couple of months ago saying after looking at our website, she actually changed her credit card provider and she saved nearly between 50 and 60 euro a month on interest. Now, she did use her credit card quite a lot and she said she did. But if you add that over a year Absolutely. or two years, it's a lot of money. We also talk, yes, yeah.
1: No. No, go ahead, go ahead.
4: We also talk a little bit around insurance. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's another topic we talk about—just the different types of insurance, what you need, uh, and you know how you can save money as well on the different types of insurance products that you do need. Um, we talk about borrowing money, um, and we just kind of just just to give people a background in terms of you know interest rates, you know how you can get the best product for yourself, and how maybe you can save money. Um, and that's and that's really important especially in today's environment people may need to be borrowing a little bit more so getting that right product and getting value for money is really really important and um, also we talk a little bit around dealing with debt so unfortunately people do get into debt but what how do you cope in that and what's the best things to do do you prioritize debt which is really really important and also the support that is out there if anyone does get into debt like for example maps and then we talk uh about retirement and planning for retirement and the different types of pensions that are out there. So there is a lot in the talk, but what we would say to employers that if you have a group of people, for example, that are nearing retirement and want want that talk, we can focus the talk and give a little bit more information on planning for retirement. So it's just to let you know that it, it is flexible. You know, we can, we can concentrate more in one area over another, depending on, um, depending on the employee's
1: needs. Well, it sounds like, I mean, a fantastic uh, training course. And again, you've covered so many uh, important topics there. And I suppose it's, it's also important to, I suppose, to say, Muriel, that um, that the link of our financial well-being is, is also linked to our physical physical and mental well-being as well, isn't it, really? That's
4: so so important and we did a study back in 2018 all around financial well-being and and the factors that influence it so for example that if your financial not borrowing for daily expenses has a very big impact on your financial well-being and as you said there financial well-being has a huge impact on your overall well-being we saw after the 2008 financial crisis so many people got into financial difficulties and it had a huge repercussion on, on their health and their family life and everything, their outlook. So we do know that financial uh, problems can have huge stresses on people's lives and this is why we're going out to employers today to talk to their employees, to maybe get, let them get good habits. Uh, and before you get into financial products, you know, look up, read about it, you know, we, we have loads of information on ccpc.ie, on all these products, on mortgages, on personal loans, on credit cards, so that you do have some background information before you go out and you pick a product. And we all, all always tell you what to look out for. Uh, you know, for example, if you're getting a mortgage, y- you can be bamboozled with all this information and you may think that this mortgage rate, is, it's a very low interest rate, maybe, for example, for the first year, yeah. and they may give you a cash back. Uh, and you think this is brilliant, this might buy my furniture or my suite of furniture. But then after a year you may go up to quite a high interest rate and over the long run you could be paying a lot more on that mortgage. So we give you this information to be looking out for this when you are getting financial products on our website. So it's just to try and make the, the you know, the, the employee the employer out there a little bit more aware. Of what they're of what they're buying and how they can be clever in, in, in you know in getting products that
1: suit them and that it may be cheaper for them. Well, I must say, I really I was looking at at your website um, in preparation for our little chat today, Muriel, and it's uh, yeah. it's so full of really uh, important information, down to earth information that we can all use. As you said, maybe from credit cards to mortgages to pensions, and um, knowledge is power, isn't it? Really, like, for all of us, you it know, is. and uh, particularly. You know, COVID nineteen obviously has, has has changed so much. Um, but you know, it's it's really important that people feel maybe to, perhaps that they have a place to go to for support.
4: And and, and that's it. And I suppose you know, wh- when somebody is empowered, when they have the information, they can all they can make. They're more confident, and then they can make a better decision a, as a result. And even there, just even things. I'm looking at her website here in front of me. And yeah. even if you're buying a car, especially a second-hand car. There's so much information on our website about buying a second-hand car because we would get a lot of calls to our helpline about people who bought a second-hand car and, it has run it, you know, they've run into trouble. Either the car has completely broken down or they didn't realize the car was crashed, which can be so serious. So there's a checklist uh, on our website, even just, you know, for, for purchasing, in particular, a second-hand car. So the, the information will really, really help a person have that information. And what we're trying to do is just want to help people make a more informed decision for themselves so that they make the right
1: choice absolutely and again even i see in one of your items here like you know cyber scammers i mean again unfortunately over the last number of months obviously many people perhaps uh, older people have been affected by scamming as well so again you know all up-to-date information is available and as you said as well muriel it's all independent and um which you know which is so important
4: it's all independent, we gather all this information, try to get the best information that we can and we put it, you know, into normal, you know, plain English so that people can understand it. We also have a helpline which is very important if people do need to find out some information or if they get into a little, into difficulty and if they want to know where to go, they can ring our helpline and we'll tell them, you know, what what they can do for their next steps. So that number is 01-402-5555. And if anybody wants to make a booking for the Money Skills for Life yes. talk, if there's any yeah. employers out there or even employees who want to get onto their employers and say, look, I want this talk, it's booking at ccpc.ie.
1: And that will be very relevant too for community groups and um,
4: Absolutely. anybody and as I who's. Said, we can tailor it. Yeah,
1: fantastic. And it's all free? All free. And when, um, when will it be starting as such? When is the closing date or?
4: Oh, no, it's starting at all year round. Oh,
1: it's all, right, fantastic.
4: Kind of, oh, yeah. Okay. And we go to anywhere. And even when it does come back, we like in 2019, before the, pandem- the pandemic, we reached out to uh, over three and a half thousand employees. So that's how, and 90% of them said that they would recommend the talks. So that's how we know. We always get feedback from um, the, the employees. Uh, of what they thought about it. Is, is there anything that we can change? Is there anything else that we could add in? So we take their feedback on board and, and, and that's why I think we have such good success uh, with these talks. So as I said, 90% of people who got these talks in 2019 said that they would recommend them and they've got something out of them.
1: It's very impressive figures, Muriel. And um, I so just maybe before we go, just, uh, you know, um, What kind of feedback have you got over the last number of months in relation to covid i mean have you found many kind of maybe different kind of queries in relation to ccpc and how you can help her i think
4: i I suppose our helpline uh we've got a lot of queries in relation as you can imagine around the travel yeah uh you know their travel was cancelled or they lost their money or their their flight was cancelled so there was a huge amount and also uh, i suppose around concerts you know with, with concerts being so the entertainment industry we saw a huge increase of course. Both, i suppose for the leisure and the entertainment I- I industries so they're the kind of queries and, and that makes sense because they were probably the most hit and you, you know people didn't know what to do in, in in those cases so um and we actually because of the pandemic pandemic we set up a consumer uh, sorry a, a COVID 19 hub specifically on our website you can go straight in there and all the information um, that we you know gathered I suppose over the last number of months as well because we were learning as well everything new that came into our helpline that people were asking about we said let's put it on our website because this is important so we put a lot of information there just around if you know if you had a package holiday or if it was just a flight that was cancelled or for example you know information around if you wanted a mortgage break because people were on some people unfortunately weren't able to pay their mortgages so just give them the information about if they wanted to apply for a mortgage break to their bank and just give them the links of where to go so um, and I think to date about almost 80,000 people have looked at that um, covid
1: 19 hub on our website fantastic fantastic listen such great advice such practical advice Muriel um, Muriel Dolan deputy uh, director of communications with the Com- competition and Consumer Protection Commission so nice talking to you today and thanks ma- very much indeed for your feedback not my
4: pleasure thank
3: you community radio Kilkenny City we're local like you streaming live across the globe on community radio City. As the Mm COVID-19 pandemic
1: continues to impose challenges uh, for our business sector here in Kilkenny, it's more important than ever to support local and to buy local. We in Community Radio Kilkenny City are offering our support to local businesses by asking all of us to support local and to buy local. McDonough Junction Shopping Centre, with a great selection of stores and restaurants, is shopping in the heart of Kilkenny. I'm delighted now to welcome to Kenny today, McDonald Junction Shopping Centre Manager, Marion Ackerman. Marion, how are you?
0: I'm great, Frank. Nice to hear from you. Uh,
1: So good to talk to you as well. And uh, listen, you know, how are we doing up there? I mean, obviously, COVID-19 has been such a huge challenge for all of us as as a country, as people, but particularly yourselves, I suppose, you know, in in the business sector. Yeah,
0: 2020 was starting uh, to look very promising for retail in general, and we were looking to have a great year here and then of course everything crashing down around us in in march time yeah. and we all scrambled then to to get back to uh being able to function in a way that was safe and comfortable for for customers with all of the different guidance that was being fed through um, it was a it was a huge learning curve i mean i think every day is a school day but 2020 has definitely given us an awful lot of learnings um because, of course, we remained open throughout
1: yeah. the
0: lockdowns for the, the essential retailers as well. Uh, and we have an element of uh, residential here as well. We have apartments overhead and two office blocks, so we yeah. were very much a live site throughout. So, uh, yeah, a challenging year, but um, we're, we're hopeful that, you know, there's an end in sight, hopefully, and things can get back to a little bit of normality into next year, all things going
3: Yeah,
1: I think as we approach December, we're all getting uh, very positive about hopefully level five being uh, changed, uh, first of all. And secondly, the whole uh, vaccine process as well, I think it's giving us all great hope, isn't it? Even now today, there's an announcement of another vaccine, which seems promising. So 2021 uh, hopefully will be a much better time.
0: Yeah, and I think, like Kilkenny, the people of Kilkenny galvanised, you know, together. There's a lovely sense of supporting local business yeah. uh, and supporting each other and supporting neighbours that need it and vulnerable groups and all of that stuff. So it brought out the best in people as well, you know, and we saw that, but it's very challenging for anyone living on their own. And I think the, the effects of that will only be felt, you know, in the coming years as we try and, you know, get people feeling back to their their normal selves and socialising again. I mean, will we ever feel the same about giving hugs to people <laughs> we barely know? I don't know. I know.
1: <laughs> you know? I, know. I know. It's simple things in life, but at the same time, as you say yourself, and I'm a frequent a frequent visitor to McDonough, But uh, but you have kept open, and um, you know, and, and again, I suppose what, what strikes me, uh, Marion, um, about McDonough is not just about the shopping, but you have a great community uh, involvement as well, and that's always been part, I think, of of your plan, hasn't it? Yeah. This
0: space has always been, you know, very much centered around the community and welcoming people in to make make them feel that they can be part of it as well. And I think that was imparted to us with when we took over the workhouse building. I mean, we just kind of feel that we're here minding the place and that, you know, it is part of the com- the community in Kilkenny. Um, and I suppose as a result of that, I must say, we have a really, really great team here. Um, so every time that we can do something to support the community, we we really enjoy doing that.
1: Yeah, and I suppose no more so than the present, and you have a One Million Stars project, which maybe you might like to um, talk to us a small bit about.
0: Yeah, we're really excited about this project. So, at the start of the year, uh, Siobhan McQuillan came to us um, in relation to doing a a project called One Million Stars to End Violence. Um, And this is a global project, and Kilkenny is Ireland's first um, county to take on the project. So Siobhan was working with Lisa in Amber Refuge here in Kilkenny and they set out to get volunteers to weave 10,000 stars here locally. So that started off in Kilkenny and it has gone nationwide. So there are stars being woven right across the, co- the country and being sent to uh, the committee. And on Wednesday, those 10,000 stars will be installed here at Workhouse Square at McDonough Junction. They will hang from the ceiling as part of our Christmas installation. Um, and there's a lot of activity around the 16 days of um, awareness to end violence. So I'd encourage your listeners to to have a look at the website. It's one million stars dot net. Yeah there's lots of uh, webinars and lovely events around that of course they had to change their dynamic when covid struck we were hoping to have star weaving workshops and and have a lovely launch event here but uh, it will be lovely to see the stars in place uh, from wednesday and there's also um jm steel sponsored uh large installation of metal uh, love letters so they're coming into the center as well on Wednesday. No, it's not so wonderful. Yeah. yeah, it's been a phenomenal project. I mean, the people working behind the scenes are just relentless, you know, in, in getting this project off the ground against mm-hmm. all the challenges that they've c- they've come across. And I, I suppose the action there is to raise some money for Amber Women's yes. Refuge here in Kilkenny. So yes. I'd encourage your listeners to actually go to the website and uh, if they can donate as, as little as they can or as much as they can, that would be brilliant as
1: well. Well, listen, absolutely. Let's support that locally here as well. It's, it's such a worthy cause. And, um, and you know, well done to McDonough for, for getting involved again. And I suppose, again, it's reflective too. I mean, um, you know, McDonough was Ireland's first age-friendly shopping centre, Marion.
0: That's right, yeah. That's a great achievement. It was, and something we're very proud of and something that we continue to foster as well is our age-friendly programme and our age-friendly discount programme as well for our customers who are over 60. and it, it gets a great reception. I think we have over 500 members in the, in the Over 60s Discount Club, um, and they uh, can avail of uh, 12 different discounts around the shopping center. So anyone that's interested in that could get in touch with us or have a look on our website or our Facebook pages as well, uh, or just pop in and sign up for that. Um, yeah, age-friendly is a, is a, means a lot to us, you know, the customers know that we've trained and that our shops have trained to become registered age-friendly businesses as well. So, yeah, it's important.
1: Uh, absolutely, and also in relation to autism, you've uh, got a very good, um, I suppose, um, offering uh, in relation to uh, shopping.
0: Yes, we have autism-friendly shopping now on Sunday mornings between yeah. uh, 12 and 2 p.m., Uh, we lower the lights and we turn off all of the the kiddie rides and the shops are involved in that as well um so that's quite a new um um, program for Mm -hmm. us um and we would welcome feedback as well if any parents uh, or families want to come in and see how that's working um but yeah again we did training uh with our stores and then implemented changes just to to make the environment a little bit better for uh for people that have autism
3: yeah
1: so it's like it's, it's all very friendly and again i suppose the great thing for me personally is that there's so much space there which is great like and you kind of can wander around and again you know the number of shops that you have now is also pretty impressive isn't it
0: yeah it is i think we have a great shopping offer i mean we always want more don't we but uh yeah, well it's uh that's always a uh, uh, an objective here you know to to make it as good as we can in terms of the tenant mix uh but we have some brilliant brands here between um TK Maxx is a big hit with everyone on H&M, River Island. But we have some new openings as well. We have Eden Medical Clinic uh, opened with us here last month, and they're doing very well. And then we have Swan Clothing, who have a pop-up suit shop with us, uh, and they'll be back with us as well uh, next week, all going well after the the lockdown lifts. Um, yeah, so we've, we have a great range of brands. And then we have our office blocks. So we've just let six new offices to six different businesses uh, so that's been exciting and it's been keeping us busy
1: well it's all it's, it's all good news and as you said in a, what's been a difficult year but as we prepare for christmas Marion, and um you know how is christmas going to be up in mcdonough uh, in 2020 um I think you had the tree up and i think you were saying to me as well that you really are very close now to getting it totally ready for the christmas experience
0: yeah we're completely ready to reopen and what we're trying to do is simplify um shopping this year so unfortunately we can't have santa here so uh, santa is going down to the medieval mile museum this year and we wish the guys in Nor valley all the best of luck because they're fantastic to work with we're hoping to have them back next year but we've not been able to hold any of the events that we would normally have in november um, and what we're what we will be doing is extending our opening hours so from the 2nd of december we will be open 9am until 9pm monday to, Friday, 9 a.m. to 8pm Saturday and Sunday and that's to give customers the opportunity to come and enjoy, still enjoy the Christmas shopping um, without I suppose the fear that it will be too busy or yes. that, you know, that the safety measures wouldn't uh, be adequate so we would be encouraging people not to come at the, the core busy times, you know, mid, middle of the day Saturday and Sunday but to possibly plan your shopping so that you can avail of the, the extended hours and give everyone a chance to, sh- to shop safely and enjoy the shopping because I don't know about you Frank but I oh, yeah. certainly miss the shops I can't do
1: listen online. retail uh, retail therapy is taken on a whole new meaning right it's it's, it's going forward it's going to be uh, I think really appreciated by all of us but um, but I suppose it's the whole sense of being out and about isn't it and um, meeting people that maybe you might not have expected to meet and um, and certainly from a Christmas point of view that's always been the case hasn't it
0: yeah it's definitely a very sociable activity isn't it and uh, yeah. we, we miss all our regular faces in here as well you know the people that meet up and come in and have their coffee and that kind of thing so yeah. I know our retail teams are really looking forward to getting back as well and um, I think they've had enough time at home now and they just want to get back to For doing sure. what, what they enjoy.
1: And, of course, we can't really talk about the restaurants yet because we just don't know, again, what Level 5 um, changes are going, to, are going to be.
0: Yeah, when we reopened at Level 3, because Workhouse Square is an outdoor space, we could offer 15-seated. Yeah. Um, so we probably be anticipating something similar coming back. It's just so hard to know, isn't it? We don't know what what announcement will come this week. Yes. As there's a little bit of um, un- uh, just a little bit unclear as to whether we could reopen on the 1st of December or the 2nd, so that kind of threw a bit of a curveball there last week but I suppose it'll all be cleared up later in the week when we do get that announcement.
1: Absolutely, hopefully uh, by then this week uh, the government will have some clear, I suppose, guidelines for yourselves as well because Obviously, as as manager of such a large centre, it's important that b- people know in advance, isn't it?
0: Ah, it is really, yeah. Because it takes a little time to kind of communicate out the the key messages as well. Um,
1: the gift card ID as well, Mariana I, I was kind of impressed with as well. That that's um that that should go well for you.
0: Yeah, so we have a gift card um, at the shopping centre. It's it's powered by Mastercard, so it's a it's a little like a credit card. uh it can be bought any denomination here at the customer service desk or online via mcdonnoughjunction.com, uh, and that gift card is valid in all of our shops. So it's a great gift. Do you know if you're a bit nervous about coming in and doing the shopping, you could actually buy your gift card online or pop into us now before it gets too busy. Buy your gift cards and have that in your, you know, ready to to be given out. I always think they're a great gift for teachers and also I buy them for my children's friends because you can use them in cable or Eddie Rockets. You know, you're giving a gift of an activity or a product or you know whatever it is they might want. So it is very versatile. They're valid for five years now as well, which is great. Yeah, which is
1: pretty pretty impressive. And um, and again, obviously, I think I agree with you. I think uh, gift cards can be great because it would say post Christmas, maybe you know, like to to go out and maybe spend some of the gift cards that you have. um, We'll pass some time as well, won't it? You know, that's right. And buy what you want.
0: Yeah, and the sales as well. You know, and yeah. when I suppose when the rush of Christmas is over, you still have something nice to, exactly. to look forward to. Doing a promotion with our gift cards from the first of December, so okay. there'll be a free gift with a 50 euro gift card while stocks last. Um, so we're looking forward to that.
1: Fantastic and great car parking facilities, of course, as well. So
0: yeah, plenty of space.
1: All under one roof.
0: All under one roof,
1: Frank. Listen, it's a good news story, Marion uh, McDonough Junction shopping centre can I wish you and all your staff and colleagues um, you know, a really good uh, Christmas period
0: Thanks and the same to you and all the team at Community Radio and your listeners
1: Look forward to talking to you soon Okay, and thanks for all your help
0: We are Community Radio Kilkenny City 88.7 FM
1: Recent research from Bank of Ireland has revealed that people are more focused on securing their financial futures following the onset of COVID-19. Joining me now on Kilkenny today to discuss the Bank of Ireland research and its significance for Kilkenny people um, planning for their pensions, I am pleased to welcome Bernard Welsh, who is the Head of Pensions and Investments with Bank of Ireland. Bernard, how are you?
3: Good morning, Frank. Good to
1: talk to you. So good to talk to you, and I uh, hope you're keeping well. And thanks for joining us here on Community Radio, Kennedy City. We're talking, it was about pensions. And again, you know, it's probably a difficult time to talk about pensions in the sense that, you know, with COVID-19, I think all of our views have changed somewhat, I'll tell you I
3: suppose it's interesting. Some people say, are you mad to be talking about something like pensions at the moment? Yeah. The one thing we, we know, we're, we're, we're all... You know, quite. We've we've become very pragmatic, I suppose, all of us, because we've we've all had to. We all know your number. Everyone's number one priority is putting food on the table. You yes. know, and and dealing with the day-to-day expenses. But the other thing that's come out loud and clear to us is that when we looked at um, doing doing this research, what we heard loud and clear from people is that they are starting to look more into the future, and they are starting to think about. But this thing about me, whether they're working from home or just spending more time at home, that's what retirement might actually look like. And, um, you know, the the other factor, I suppose, that we take into consideration is back in the early part of this year, it may seem like decades ago, we did have a general election. And during that election campaign, it was called out loud and clear, whether it was in Kilkenny or whether it was in any other part of the country, that you know people were concerned about the, st- the state pension age and when that might move uh, could it could that move out further and further and people just started it just became a much more important issue for them
1: absolutely and i know again obviously you know even during the, uh, the pandemic um, 4.5 billion uh, euros has been saved yeah. Uh, by some people in the economy, but I'm just wondering, Bernard. I mean, that's a huge figure. But is that really is that people who are already well off and who can afford to save, and how might that affect maybe younger people who? Because again, I know obviously the, the age that you start a pension is very important too, isn't it?
3: But without a doubt, and I suppose when you look at the amount of cash that has been accumulated, I mean part of it was that people couldn't spend.
1: Yeah.
3: I mean, they or everybody's social life has been diminished and uh, and, and needed to be, um, and. Uh, You know, a lot of shops just weren't open. People didn't go on holidays uh, abroad. Uh, Some people went on holidays in Ireland. But, you know, so some of that money that maybe... It might be pent-up spending money that may be spent down the road. But Irish people in general are considered to have a good savings ethos. And if, if you think back, it might seem like a very distant memory, but they, even the SSIA scheme when it was he- when it was here in Ireland, you know, proved very, very attractive, and people became very used to saving very quickly. And I think people in Ireland just have a good savings culture. And when, when sometimes we get caught up in talking about pensions, uh, and people forget all it is is a savings plan. It is just about saving for your future. And, and, and you know, they, and what you just mentioned there about, you know, the cost of, of holding off on, on that, you know, it can be very big, you know, by, by just not, by starting too late and saying, look, I'll hold off, I'll delay. And, you know, whether it's the Spanish word manana or the Irish word amour, we, we can be very good in Ireland at delaying and procrastinating decisions that we, we need to make now. And nobody will make it for us so that it's key that people put their arms around this and, and deal with it
1: Yeah uh, I suppose again um, you know obviously maybe for young people starting off in their careers okay there may be, may be certain challenges as regards having enough money to maybe feel that like they can put aside for a pension but even for certain people maybe who are of a certain age uh, the whole idea of ABCs too, if, if you have some savings lying aside is a pretty attractive option isn't it?
3: Well like, if you were to look at the alternative to putting your money if you have money you know you leave it on deposit you're not going to earn anything on it and anything you do earn is taxed uh, in quite a penal manner with at its most basic dirt taxes would be taken taken from it whereas when you put your money into saving for your retirement if you want to think of it this way if you want to put 100 euro aside whether it's two avcs or just into your pension pot you know if you want 100 euro in your pension you put in 60 and if you're a top rate taxpayer the government puts in 40. And remember irish people come onto the their top rate of tax at, qu- at relatively low income but you know that that is for an awful lot of people. That's what it means. I want hundred euro in. I put in sixty. The government puts in forty. And if you think back to the SSA scheme that I mentioned, that's a really, really, you know, it's, it's an attractive bonus that you get, that you get from 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 doing it in this way. So it's just another form of saving, really. It's what you're what you're talking about here. And um, you know, if people can start early, brilliant. If they haven't, there's still enough that they can do. And even people who are into their 50s even into their 60s the government makes it very attractive for you to try to save for your retirement because they need people you know if you were to think today there's five people working today for every person who's retired and that ratio is going to fall closer to two to one over the next 25-30 years
1: Absolutely and I suppose again for, for those of us maybe who have pensions there's a responsibility on us too um, to you know to keep up to date on how our pension is performing and to look for valuations and to see in relation to charges i mean obviously the bank of ireland are not doing this for free and um, you know there's obviously going to be charges involved and everything else but to to make sure that we keep on top of our own pension is important
3: i think the you know one piece that I i would always say to people is once a year sit down with somebody you know i mean we saw six out of ten people in our survey weren't getting professional help and this is an area you know like you, i know you've got a mixed listenership there from the farming community and people in the towns in the city and so on you know a lot of people out there use professional services whether it's an accountant once a year maybe it's a solicitor from time to time somebody who's going to advise you on what to do with your pension your savings you need to deal with a professional there as well and the trigger i would say to people is every time you get your car serviced it's a good trigger that's the day i'll sit down and i'll get sit down with somebody and i'll look at a couple of key things what does my plan look like do i have a plan and then what does it look like is it right for me and is it still right for me because people's needs change you know i mean the plan that i had 20 years ago should be very different to the plan now i mean i have an 18 year old a 16 year old and a 15 year old my plan yes. uh, they are kind of more making the plans for me than me making the plans for them now at this stage and you know as, as your circumstances change so should your plan and even down to if you have money going into a pension you know how is that invested is it still right for you the way it was invested 20 years ago 10 years ago five years ago and are there other ways of doing it so getting that help and getting that advice that's something we do every day of the week and it's really really important that the the worst case scenario when somebody gets good advice is they get to make an informed decision about whether they should do something or if they're grand and fine as they are so be it that's,
1: okay. that's, that's fine too that's a few golden nuggets there absolutely yeah no, I accept that but obviously I suppose again you know we can't look into the future too far ahead but you know the retirement age as you mentioned earlier on in a conversation is definitely going to get uh, greater um, so that's going to impose challenges too isn't it
3: without a doubt and I suppose, again, looking at your plan, if you factored into your plan, a lot of people look at the retirement age of 65. I, I think more and more what you'll probably see is that people's retirement will evolve over time. They won't just necessarily, I've now hit 65, I'll now retire today. And, and again, looking at the, your, your listenership there, you know, if you were to take, you know, I mean, people don't necessarily stop farming on a day they ease out of one into another. People who let's say have a business in a town, they don't necessarily finish up the day they hit sixty five either. So the whole idea of retirement is going to change. Um and people need to factor in, you know, when is the state pension going to apply and do I qualify for it? And that's a really important one and particularly one of the things that we would say to people is, you know, for, for, for women, and that's not intended as, as a sexist comment, but women who uh, are, are more likely to have taken some time out of the paid workforce, um, that they might need additional help in relation to saving for retirement, and, or Talking Pensions magazine, which is, is on the website and in our branches, that specifically refers to helping women face some of the challenges around saving for retirement. But, you know, they... Well the other points I'd say to some people is they might find, you know, taking on a commitment as being a challenge. Just remember these things can be very, very flexible. You know, that you can adjust what you're putting in. If you're having a bad year, put in less. If you're having a better year that you can put in more. And just to to bear in mind that flexibility gives you that flexibility allows you to adjust your plans over time too.
1: And I suppose Bank of Ireland are having a financial wellbeing campaign. I think it's how it's being put on this coming out here in Kilkenny over the next coming weeks. And I think you're asking three, people to ask themselves three simple questions, Bernard.
3: Yeah, I, I suppose, you know, the, the, the financial well-being, you know, people look at their own physical health and we become far more conscious of our physical health um, and the physical health of those around us. But your financial well-being is important too. And we know that a lot of people become quite stressed about money What can really help to alleviate that stress is if you have a good plan in place that you can point at and say, well, at least I know I have a plan. Things might go wrong along the way, but at least I have a plan. And a couple of the questions we say to people is, first of all, get a good understanding of what you have. So looking at your current circumstances, what you have, what you owe, what's coming in and what's going out. That's a good exercise in its own. The next thing is what you want, where you want to get to. And, and having a few financial goals is really, really important. Don't sleepwalk through your financial life. You know, just have, have a plan. In, in, you know, have, a, a, have goals there. And then the third part is, what's your plan and how you get from the first one to the second one? You know, so it's just asking those questions of people and helping them to get a plan in place that will allow them to achieve what they want. You know, they, if you worked hard all your life, Do you want to finish, you know, your work? Uh, Do you want to work forever? Or do you want to stop working at some time and to be able to enjoy the fruits of having worked hard throughout your career?
1: Yeah, all good questions, I suppose, that need to be addressed by all of us. And um, I suppose overall, I mean, how has has 2020 looked from a Bank of Ireland perspective in relation to what's been happening with COVID-19? Look.
3: I mean, like every, like every business it's been it's been very difficult what we have tried to do from the very beginning was to make sure that we were there for our Bank of Ireland customers that whether it comes to whether things they that we got never got so many questions from people about things like you know you know their life cover what happens if i'm out sick for an extended period of time do their income protection policies and so on on questions like that but just to, to do with their day-to-day banking as well, the one thing we kind of keep saying to people is, particularly if you're experiencing difficulties with your finances, come talk to us early, let us know, and you know we, we kept our doors open, we engaged with people uh, through whether it's online um, uh, that that we were available by phone, but online, you know, just to, be, being there for for our customers was was really really important throughout the the, the this this COVID period, and hopefully if. The doors reopen, in it we can do so as well in a safe way, uh, and get back to engaging with people the way the way that they they want to be able to engage with us too. Um, it has it has been difficult. We our goal has been to be as as helpful and as supportive as possible, and uh, and that will very much continue to be the case. Like the Kilkenny is a, is a county where we have, you know, we have a broad branch presence, but we ha- have other ways that people can engage with us if they want to as well. And uh, we look forward to, to continuing those relationships and particularly that uh, a huge focus of ours has to be helping businesses that are struggling to come through this, helping business people, helping the farming community, um, and just making sure that uh, we, we come through this together. Like Bank of Ireland, the clues in the name, it's, it's an Irish bank that has uh, a huge commitment and a footprint uh, in the in the county of Kilkenny and uh, we need to make sure that, that we, we we do work together to come through this
1: okay well listen we're going to be hearing lots more about the financial wellbeing campaign from Bank of Ireland over the coming weeks here in Kilkenny I'm sure and nationally as well Bernard Walsh, head of pensions and investments at Bank of Ireland many thanks for joining me today on Kenny today. Welcome back to Kilkenny today and um, nearly time for me to go I uh, hope you enjoyed all my guests today Many thanks to my colleague Anne Nolan for production of the programme Thanks to Joe Carl from the Water Network programme uh, Marion Ackerman from McDonagh Jun- Junction Shopping Centre As you just heard our Bernard Welsh Head of Pensions and Investments for Bank of Ireland and to Muriel Dolan Deputy Director of the Competition and Consumer Protection Commission. So, as I said, I hope you enjoyed the programme. Until we talk again, uh, take care of yourself. I'm back on the air next Saturday for Saturday 5. And don't forget to tune in to Kenny today each weekday afternoon from 5 to 6. And, um, as I said, have a good weekend and talk to you soon. Bye.